There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Hello and welcome back to Could It Be? An Oak Island podcast. We are your hosts, Deidre and Dustin White. Hey. Hey. How'd you enjoy last episode? Oh, of course. Uh, all all the enjoying. Like, <laughs> well, we not had... how. It's just full-blown enjoy. We had so much of the swamp. Swamp, swamp. Well, you know what? My notes are kind of minimal on, on the swamp. Sw- well, but we had a lot of swamp. We had a lot of swamp talk. We had a lot of swamp talk. I will give you that. It's not like we spent half the episode at the swamp. No, but there was some... I, I, I rather enjoyed the awesomeness of swamp coverage. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we uh, did a little cheer when Dr. Ian Spooner uh, popped on. Mm-hmm. The Swamp Doctor? The Swamp Doctor! Heck yeah. That feels like an important card that might need to get made. Maybe. I'll think about it in the future. Mm. Yeah. I feel like we're going to see more of him. Well, I would hope so. Yeah. He's the Swamp Doctor, and they're going to be working in the swamp, so... <laughs> It only makes sense. Yes, it does. Okay, geez, where do you want to start this week? Well, they start. They started at Shaft Two. They started in the war room talking about Shaft Two. Well, right. Come on, talking about so Shaft two. where they were physically at was the war room. Okay. 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 Uh, so what Marty states they believe they have found Shaft Two. Mm-hmm. Looks to Steve. It seems for confirmation. And he agrees. I think Steve always gets the, uh, you know, he he's like the go-to guy for like, hey, is this is this legit? Yeah, yeah. Is it on the map <laughs> as on the, legit? Is this or the is right it... point? <laughs> well, what was cool is we got a quick look at the map and we saw the giant box on there mm-hmm. that I would assume is the shaft, <laughs> the big square. I'm guessing so. Uh huh. And then. I believe it was Steve that stayed. Now they just need to figure out like what way the tunnel orients off the shaft. Yeah, right? Doug, Doug, I'm pretty sure he said it goes west. Yes. So they need to figure out, you know, is it north, northwest, south, southwest, mm-hmm. west, 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 city, west, <laughs> west, Westerson. Um, but even then, I correct me if I'm wrong. You're it wrong. doesn't happen oh, often, but. I don't think they had any documentation as far as what the size of the tunnel or the, yeah, coming off of shaft two is. I don't recall. They might have it though. They have, I bet you they have a lot of stuff they never show us. Well, I thought that they said they didn't have records. That's why I'm, that's why I'm asking the podcast land. And maybe (laughs) if that was something that you had picked up, but if they don't, then I mean, for all we know, it could just be really small. It could be just enough to, like, get your head and shoulders through. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No, they were able to get 12 feet into this shaft or into this tunnel off of the shaft, too. That's and then what that's the... what the water, then the, the the floodgates opened, as Gary would say. <laughs> the floodgates did more than open. They came, like, crushing. Yeah, and they, they kind of put a big... And let's cancel shaft two at that point. Oh, right, right. I mean, you don't really have back in eighteen oh five, probably a tough thing to recover from, you know. It'd in be a tough thing to recover from in two thousand twenty. It was harder just to dig shaft two, mm-hmm. let alone like but I mean 
treasure can make you do some crazy things. It can. And, and it often does. And it often does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, it's funny. The first, I don't know if it was in this war room, but Doug mentions it as the lore that has been handed down to us is mm -hmm. that it's 12 feet away. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I thought that was a really kind of good way to put it. Well, because you, you never know for sure. You don't until until uh, Steve gives you the pinpoint like that's the that's the beginning <laughs> of this tunnel. That's the end of this tunnel. If it makes it on Steve's map, it's official. Official. It's Steve map official. It's uh, no longer lore at that point. It's fact. Yes. No lore. No. How about folklore? That's something completely different. Okay, good. Okay. All right. Carry on. Carry on. I'm sorry. I interrupted. Okay. Something major that we got out of this little uh, war room session mm -hmm. is Rick said they're going to put down another eight foot can. Yes. So we got more. More cans coming. More giant boreholes in the money pit. That means we're going to get Vanessa from ROC. Yep. And Danny from ROC. The yep. Danny, Danny the pirate. Danny the pirate. Nessa, the fearless leader. Yeah. Well, man, I just, I, I think that Danny the pirate sound clip from last season. Oh, that was, was so always awesome. Always so funny. Arr, there he goes, or whatever yeah. he says. You know, he just sounds just oh, like a pirate. That, that was fantiferific. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I mean, bring in the cans. Let's get hammer grabbing. But hammer they grabbing. have to, uh, I mean, it's hammer time. Uh, they have to figure out the best place to put the can. They're getting a little tired, I think, of all these small Sonic holes. I mean, Sonic can only do small holes. Mm -hmm. It's go time. This it's is like time. a Mario-sized hole. Mario? Yeah, you know, because he goes down in the tube. Oh, You know, because yeah. we're talking about Sonic does the small holes that are fast <laughs> and then mario does the big green tube and it's much bigger because he's yeah, a he human get, so he gets to the warp zone yeah so you either have a human size hole aka mario or you have a sonic hole which is a small i like how hedgehog. everything's a video game analogy now yes from so, the 80s and not from like uh you know hedgehogs are smaller <laughs> than humans that is where i'm going with this true fact <laughs> can't deny it mm -mm. fact Okay, sorry, sorry, I digress. Well, they did go back out to the money pit after that. Correct. And Steve and Doug were on site, and they had drilled down to 110 feet. Mm-hmm. And then Rick uh, comes up, and he, he wants the trajectory of that tunnel, like you were saying. Mm -hmm. You know, they want, is it going east, west, whatever? You know, Doug's like, it's west. And yep. so Westward ho. That's when they're going to need to reposition that thing. Drill down some more, get all those data points telling us, hey, this is the direction that the shaft is going, you know. Uh, and I think when we get to the next time on the Curse of Oak Island from next week, mm -hmm. we're going to get a lot more of like really honing in, pinpointing everything down there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, where data, data, data seems to be the name of the game this year, right? Mm hmm. Yep. And so they wanted to pinpoint another point for them to go to and start drilling down in yep and tag team champions uh steve and doug steve and doug come in and then uh instead of laying the hammer down what does doug do yeah okay steve tells him to you know get a hammer and a nail <laughs> and doug's like i've got a hatchet i'm a little <laughs> concerned because well of course he doesn't use the sharp side of the hatchet to <laughs> nail it in but i'm like man that's that's the blade like staring right there at you meh Meh, you live dangerously. 
Doug does. Doug, okay. Doug lives dangerously. Okay, he does. But hey, you know, if you don't have a hammer, I guess a hatchet will do. <laughs> that sounds like it should be in a song of some sort. That Maybe a children's be, song. That should be like a famous quote. If you don't have a, have a hammer, hatchet will do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's go with that. So <laughs> they pinpoint it. Bam. Everybody's excited. Yay. 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 What else do they have going down in the money pit this episode besides that? Well, we have stuff coming out. Ooh, what's coming out? Not down in, what but they coming find? out potentially a ceiling or of a floor. What? Of a tunnel? Of a tunnel. Yeah. You. Perhaps. I mean, it sounded like they were very positive about that. You mm -hmm. know, that was something that was a thing. <laughs> right? I... I'd okay. I, I've never built a tunnel that far underground, so I really don't know what the scaffolding or any of that looks like. Uh, the whoever I can't remember who was operating the sonic drill, but he did say when it was coming down, they went through something hard, kind of thin, like a, a quick void. drop or a void. So, mm -hmm. this could potentially be the top of the tunnel collapsing in on itself, or we could be looking at the floor yeah. it, it's hard to say yeah so when they came back to the the money pit after you know they had another section where they went to smith's cove or whatever during the episode terry and dave were working and uh supervising yeah they were supervising <laughs> well terry noted uh that what they were looking at was undisturbed right as far as the yeah the soil yes yeah virgin ground or whatever and so you know like we were saying a couple episodes ago you're talking about the dunfield uh, mm -hmm. excavation and yeah. how i mean you figure all that's dug up already mm -hmm. but this just goes to show how much we don't know on our side of the camera or like on our side of the tv sets uh but it just made it seem like a hundred foot hole you know a hundred foot wide hole mm -hmm. um would have probably demolished that area but turns out it didn't because you know yeah. this is undisturbed soil yeah, which is really interesting. We've actually had a lot of questions just lately about that. Of we we've touched on shaft two and why we think yeah it would still be undisturbed mm -hmm. because Dunfield would have gone from the money pit and then over the other direction. If you know you know this giant hole shaft two that's filled with water is over here, why would you dig over there and disturb that soil between the money pit and? So uh, our assumption known. is that Dunfield didn't get to that area. Yeah. 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 I mean. Sounds good. In... I like it. it. And guess what? It must be fact because Terry wouldn't say this is undisturbed if, uh, if it was disturbed. And they probably wouldn't be finding all these uh, bits of shaft and tunnel yeah. intact. Exactly. So. I, I mean, if it's intact, then obviously Dunfield didn't. <laughs> get to it that that would it. be my best guess if i'm throwing it out there yep then we had some choice sausage always 99 to 105 the best sausage <laughs> uh choice thinks that they punched through like you said yep the ceiling into a void and they found the ceiling of the tunnel uh -huh. uh, rick and doug join mm -hmm. they're Mor excited morale is high at this point oh yeah everybody's all smiling yeah. and rick says this is a win oh it's a big win rick yeah. And so they're going to move on to, uh, I, I wrote here micro borehole F 15, because that was, that was, a 
F14 that they found back. Micro borehole F15. Well, you just said it yourself. The sonic drill boreholes are really tiny. Yeah, right? about the size of a hedgehog. Yeah, so that's a sonic or that's a micro borehole. <laughs> I'm trying just, to coin a new term. I just have this image of like. <laughs> what? You know, like the bank tubes where pneumatic tubes yeah, yeah and you put your stuff in and go, i just see like a hedgehog in there <laughs> because it's kind of like george jetson be him going really fast you ever see the jetsons yes yeah, I've they, seen they the would jetsons. have those tubes that they get yeah. sucked up and down this is I just a hedgehog a size yeah perfect okay. perfect <laughs> i'm sorry yeah guys. so is that all we get out of the uh money pit this episode that's really it besides everybody being excited that we're gonna move over to f15 and yeah maybe this is the year yo well they're definitely not done in the money pit because obviously we're getting to the point where we're actually gonna really hone in and discover where the true money pit was mm-hmm. finally after 200 years <laughs> or whatever and that's assuming that the treasure is at the bottom of the money pit yeah i think uh they had clarified uh or it wasn't 200 years that the money pit's been, the location has been lost mm-hmm. to time or whatever. It was since then like shops nine or whatever mm-hmm. from a hundred years ago, but man. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're all excited how potentially the, um, how when the water, the money pit collapsed mm-hmm. into the shaft that they had built from sh- or into the tunnel from shaft two, mm-hmm. theoretically some treasure could have got put into shaft two, right? Yeah, that's what they're, that's what they're excited about. Like a big, maybe. Uh huh. And I'm not, I'm not holding my breath. Oh, <laughs> well, are, you, are you? No, of course not. Um, it's always good to hope. Yes. Yeah. I'm kind of curious as to how far away this location is from C1. Yeah, you know, we did some like trying to pausing mm-hmm. uh, the video when they're showing kind of some aerial mm-hmm. views. And it, I mean, they took out the cans except mm-hmm. for one mm-hmm. and it was a little bit further removed. And I think that one was probably C1 because mm-hmm. that was the one that was like further away from all the rest of the cans. Yeah, it was big and capped. Um, but I, I couldn't really tell where it was in relation to what they're doing now at the choice drilling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I concur with that statement. I It's just something I'm curious about. I'm sure we'll find out as they get closer to narrowing it in. But something that came to my mind was we've seen a lot of different theorists, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And But a number of them have to do with the location of the money pit and then it being so far from you know where that tree was yeah, triangulating from everything mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that it wasn't actually there it was a decoy and then it was here or um i think it was gretchen cornwall Mm -hmm. iman had a theory about and it was based off of where the money pit was and then how far away and i know there's a couple of different ones but you can't really put those to the test until you know where the money pit is and potentially which seems to be my word today it we are getting we're getting close to being able to add that data point of where the money pit is and you can be sure test those theories you can be sure if steve makes that data point on his map it is legit it's steve map official heck yeah kind of like facebook official but steve map official like twitter check mark yes yeah it's been verified the money pit's gonna get a blue check mark <laughs> I, I hope so i hope the money pit gets its own twitter account that would be awesome hmm. good idea 
Jack's shirt has one. Mm -hmm. so, Jack's shirt does. So why not the money pit? <laughs> oh man, that's good stuff. That is good stuff. Yeah, but I really do. I think that's it for the money pit for this week. But we have some excitement going on in other places. Like Smith's Cove. Smith's Cove. A Cove of Mr. Smith. What? Yeah, it was just, you know, a new <laughs> jingle for you. Okay. So I think uh, we started out in Smith's Cove with uh, Peter. Yep. And Gary. Correct. With Billy supervising. Oh, yes. Well, Billy, of course, is in his heavy equipment mm -hmm. doing very careful precision like work surgical work surgical billy surgical and he you know hanging out in billy's cove and it lets him know which piles that he's kind of got sorted out with the spoils for them to go through because mm -hmm. we see billy's sorting based off of whatever he's pulling out there the type of rocks or whatever so mm -hmm. billy's leading the charge billy is the king of the cove so king of the cove makes sense to lead the charge yeah so we have um i mean rick shows up and there he says that there's a lot of curiosity about the end of the slipway area mm -hmm. where that would be and the end point where they suspect the end point is yes and you know they you go mean and, that the old slipway yeah the right. slipway yeah okay and how it could have potentially had like a wharf built over the top of it at some point mm -hmm. um I wish they would have elaborated on it a little bit more, mm -hmm. um, but I don't know. Well, what do you think? When I was trying to go through and we did some of, again, like the pause and gain a better look, mm -hmm. it we saw the slipway and then you've got the concrete wall and then maybe the slipway continuing past that as if, you know, the concrete wall was there and put in like right through the middle of the slipway. Was it? I don't recall that. I thought the concrete wall was a little bit toward, more toward the middle of the uh, coffer dam they built last year, like in, out in front of the U-shaped structure. But I could not. I could be misremembering a lot. <laughs> it happens. Yeah, sometimes you misremember things. I, I could also be wrong, but I was trying to line that up with what seemed to be the newer mm -hmm. discovery that I thought might be part of the slipway or the wharf mm -hmm. because if it was then that would put the cement wall in the middle of it i think but we haven't uncovered the rest of said new discovery yeah it's fun watching them just do the work they're doing though in the bump out mm -hmm. and just seeing how they're going methodically you know from one side to the other now now that they have resisted the temptation to just jump into the middle and start digging out mike's box i know man you know? and now they're like right up against the wall you know, making sure they use every little bit of square foot like, that they have there. right against the wall. And we even see, oh, that was good. Gary, you know, out there and tells Pete, okay, I'm too close to the wall. going to have to turn <laughs> around or else, you know, of course the metal detector is going to go <laughs> off. Yeah. But uh, speaking of Gary and Peter, they do find a chunk of something, right? It looks like a giant rock. A giant rock. And he's like, I bet you there's some metal in there. Well, like, duh, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean naturally. Going off. <laughs> but it's one of the questions we have to ask. Is it just something that's been super encrusted since it's been in the water for so long? Yeah. He says maybe there's a goodie inside, goodie. you know, like a surprise egg. <laughs> like if you were to open it up, surprise. <laughs> oh, man, I haven't thought about surprise eggs in a couple of years. <laughs> it's like an Easter egg. Emma, our daughter, used to be so into the surprise eggs. Oh, yeah. Like videos on YouTube. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Nonstop. I'm glad, I'm glad that's behind us. 
Yeah, <laughs> now that I've said something. Yeah, so. now she'll get find him again. Yeah, but we know Gary strikes again next week. Mm -hmm. I'm speculating that there's a surprise inside of that meteor rock thing. Meteor found. rock thing. I don't know. I figured it was like a oh, meteor rock. So you're talking about from the find today. Yes. That they didn't elaborate on. Yes. Gotcha. And so you think that's the thing that strike that Gary strikes again? Yeah, not, I think not the maybe, piece of silver bar or whatever. Well, what if the silver bar came out of the encrusted thing? Maybe mm. they cleaned it up. Maybe. I don't know. But there maybe there's also a, another silver. It makes bar. it sound like he finds that on site, like pulls it. Oh, out because no is. one's been known to advertise and bait and switch us. It's never happened before. It's never happened. I'm guessing. Awesome surprise inside of the rock. I hope so. I hope it's a. I hope it's like a historic discovery, unlike the world has ever seen. What if it's just like <laughs> a part of a cribbing spike or something? <laughs> That's inside. probably what it is. Something oh. they like throw it in this stack of cribbing spikes. Throw it in you the know, we got. Yeah, we got to make a new wharf. <laughs> we already got all the materials. Yeah, oh, Billy then identified some flat rocks. Yep. And he noted that the historical data says that flat rocks were on the finger drains. Yes. So they More find French they, drains. Yeah. You like French drain better or finger drain or flood tunnel? Ooh. I don't like finger drain. It sounds <laughs> weird. I think I like finger drain. <laughs> really? Just because you don't like it. I like to, well, that's I like to be the opposite okay, of you. That I'm, makes I'm sense. the yin to your yang. I... <laughs> <laughs> okay. I would. I like the French drain. I think that's the term I like. French drain. Yeah. Well, you like French stuff. You like French doors. You like French rolls from the bakery. You like French this, French that. I do like You want to go to Paris someday. Yeah. So, do okay. you not want to go with me? I'll go with you. If there's a treasure to be found. Oh, there is. Okay. Is that the golden owl? Yes. Okay. I shall find it. French drains. Mm, French drains. Billy finds them. And he says, look look through it. He he had all kinds of knowledge to share right there. He's the king of the cove. What do you, I what know, the heck do you think? But we don't get to hear all of his knowledge speak. I think Billy just needs his own show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What we, Billy's, Bill. Billy the Builder. <laughs> Billy the Builder. Yep. I like it. Uh, Done. Billy Sold. the Excavator. It could be an animated show and he does his voice. That'd be great. Kind of like Bob the Builder. But no, Billy. But like, like he's the he's the excavator. Like he's the actual piece of equipment yeah, and it that's talks. alive. You know, it's, a it's a cartoon. Okay. Never mind. This this <laughs> no. I no. see all I can see is dollar signs for Billy, you know, like <laughs> that's <laughs> That's his next uh, his next project, I'm sure. Oh yeah, I'm sure he's really concerned <laughs> about it. Okay, French drain. Billy hits a piece of wood. Wood timber. 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 And that's buried in a bunch of rocks. Yeah, and it's it's big. Mm -hmm. Oh, are you talking about the log? Ye Logs the, the are also log? timber. Are you talking about a different piece of wood than I am? <laughs> I thought you were talking about something you found that was like mixed with the French drain stuff. Well, uh, you're he talking finds about the giant log. All the timbers. Yeah. But yes. Didn't Gary kind of take credit for the giant log find? I don't Did know. Did it seem like it a little bit? He's like, hey, Rick, look at it. Looky here. No, 
Uh, you think he, I he, didn't think he see gave that. Billy the credit? Hey, look what Billy found. Look, but we just look, missed the word Billy. And we were they were standing there, and he told Billy calm down because he's getting <laughs> close to the calm wood. Down. Tell Billy, you to know, calm Billy's down. getting quarter scoops at a time mm -hmm. and being very careful as he should. Archaeology work with a digger excavator <laughs> i, I, don't I know even have a note in here about work. billy's wash plant because yeah. you know they have him scoop and he's just using water to mm -hmm. uh, help clear the way yeah so like very versatile he is a jack of all trades he's a bill of all trades <laughs> master of all too master of all i thought it was what was your thought about when you first they start uncovering this structure. This like the giant log. Yes, the giant log and all the logs by it. My first thought was, "Whoa, that's pretty big." <laughs> and it's way out there. Yeah, and you know that that only leaves you to think, "Wow, what are they going to find when next season they put out a coffer dams another like thirty feet out, mm -hmm. <laughs> fifty feet out?" You know, because I mean. They can't possibly be done if they're finding all this stuff that's so close to the the wall of the bump out. Mm -hmm. I mean, what else is out there? Fish. That gets me. That's what I get to thinking about. Like, what if they're finding this? What are they still missing? Because yeah, you know, there's just so much out there to be found. So much workings have gone on, mm -hmm. either searcher or depositor in the mm -hmm. past. I mean, I don't know. Like, say the depositors came back in 1200. 1600 1700 whatever whenever it was mm -hmm. and they brought basically an army with them they brought a thousand two thousand guys and their sole purpose was to dig this thing their sole purpose was to uh build these tunnel systems yada 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 i mean with two thousand guys working hard for like a year two years three years straight and that's all they did mm -hmm. uh could be done well like you're saying with the 1200s i mean we're in amongst a time period if we just think back that far you know the crusades and all that going on and people fleeing all over the world there there's really important whether they're political or you know religious i mean it all it all goes together they sure. they would be highly motivated with their groups to create something to protect their heritage to yeah. protect their religion yeah protect it all yeah i hear you it's just it's a bit mind-boggling whatever it is that is end up being found or not found here it's my thought is it's going to be historically significant one way or another yeah well, literally rewriting history here so look what the egyptians did with the pyramids way back in the day and what they were right? able to accomplish i mean that was like <laughs> thousands of years ago mm -hmm. okay and the guys on Oak Island right now, there's at what max, maybe a hundred guys working at mm -hmm. a time, you know, with, uh, people that we don't see on the scene, on the screen and people behind the scenes and whatever. I mean, max, maybe a hundred people say mm -hmm. they had a couple of thousand people that they had brought, you know, 800, a thousand years ago, mm -hmm. whatever it was, not a thousand years ago, but mm -hmm. whatever it was, mm -hmm. they totally could have got some, some stuff done on Oak Island oh, yeah. and they could have just dug some half tunnels and that led to nothing be like, ha, huh, they're going to find this and think it's something. And, you know, it's like a red herring. Mm -hmm. yeah, so I don't know. It's just it's totally, totally possible. Something I was thinking about the other day was what if I someone 
on a boat, obviously. They show up, <laughs> discover this island, and at one time it was used for mining some type of resource. Mm -hmm. And it was an abandoned small mine. But that's why you're seeing all these different odd cave outs or whatever. But they could have seen this place and there was already so much work that was done that they could then use whatever their techniques are to build and change it for their purposes. So what if half the work was already done before they got there? Very well could have been. So like later on, we're, we're going to talk about the swamp. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we, maybe we should just talk about it right now. Sure. Okay. So Dr. Ian Spooner shows up with mm -hmm. some of his students. I, I wrote down in my notes, I said he showed up with his own little small army. Yeah, he of, is. Uh, students to Girl go. power. Woo -woo. Yeah. Finally got some uh, some chicks on the island, huh? Some chicks. <laughs> well, it was mostly all dudes. So, you know. Yes. Girl power. So, I was stoked. Some ladies showed up and did some work. And they got some cores from mm -hmm. the swamp, which was cool. Mm -hmm. And they were able to. Okay. So he goes and presents his stuff at the end of the episode. Yes. And he's like, hey, this core that I have here says that um, there's a period of time where there was a lot of disruption mm -hmm. in uh, this area. And that was back in, um, I don't, I'm not looking at it well, right now. What, what years was it? 16. I got a sample. So there was definitely some type of. Yeah, 16, 16 to 1700. Yeah. Like the, somewhere between 1600 and 1700. Yeah. Landed around like 1680 if yeah. you had to put a year on it. Yeah. But that the swamp would have originated in 1220. Yeah. So that's that that's uh going back to what you were saying, how some part of the work could have been done. And then some other people said, Oh, look at all this. We're just gonna use this and nobody's here. Mm -hmm. This looks really old already. Mm -hmm. You know, say the Knights Templar showed up in 1220, uh, made the swamp or whatever. Let's, mm -hmm. you know, however far-fetched it may be, however real it may be. I don't know. But let's say they did it. And then they, these guy, other guys show up, maybe even from the same order. Maybe mm -hmm. they're also Knights Templar. Maybe there's something else. I don't know. Um, but they show up and they're like, wow, look at all this elaborate stuff. And we could just use this to our advantage. We're, you know, and then they just piece together the rest of their own puzzle to, mm -hmm. um, and then bury their treasure or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Don't know. I mean, or they, maybe maybe they were making a deposit into the bank there that they knew was there. Mm -hmm. That like, because uh, you've mentioned that mm -hmm. before. How, I'm you know they mentioned it before too, where it could have been um, something deposited long ago. Other people knew about it, and they would come and they would deposit this stuff there as well over the centuries. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, and if we take into account, so if the swamp originated in 1220 AD, let's say that's when the initial workings and deposits may have been made, and then they go into hiding, and now as the lore is passed down to whoever it is, let's say it's the Knights Templar, mm -hmm. it then that if you have the origination in that core at 1220, and then a disturbance in 1680 so the disturbance is your time of retrieval potentially Could be. Could be. Mm -hmm. i mean he points out that there is no soil where it goes from like the glacial till and then we see swamp 
Yep. What normally you would see is that period of time in between where things are turning from glacial to dirt. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just the same idea as composting. Uh, why do you think the swamp smells? <laughs> just throwing it out there. <laughs> and then swamp. But for it to blatantly go from one period to the next. Yeah. And just such a and mixed up in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like when you dig a hole, right? Mm -hmm. That's why GPR is so difficult, especially on Oak Island. Every time we blow something up, every time we put a shovel in the ground, you're marking the ground with a mixture. And it'll never go back to normal. It will never go back to what it was before, which is just kind of, I don't know. The whole thing's mind-blowing. I've never been a swamp person no, obviously I'm not a swamp doctor, <laughs> but when we have discussed theories in the past, I'm like, really a ship in the swamp or like the swamp being man-made. Well, it's sounding a little better now, isn't it? But uh, I'm a Marty. Give me the <laughs> data points. And so now I'm more excited about it. Just Marty like Marty was, said. Marty was more excited about it too. He went from 20% being good with the swamp and his theories to... He didn't give a percent, but he it's didn't much give a percent. He said significantly <laughs> higher. It seems much higher. Yeah, he. I'm willing to bet he's at least fifty percent. <laughs> uh, I was going to say he's probably like 70, 80 percent. I feel like that too. Like I think he's feeling really good about it all of a sudden. Yeah, or else he wouldn't get in the hole and then head to the eye of the swamp. Mm -hmm. There's just um, it's is so fascinating. I think we've got a lot of really good stuff this episode. Yeah. Did you like the PowerPoint presentation? By the swamp doctor. Oh yes, I was like, <laughs> wait a second. I don't know. It's we just see funny. a computer I, I, a lot of I times. I just don't see a lot of PowerPoint going on in, uh, anymore. Do you? Maybe you do. I don't know. Oh, that's more or less what happens anytime a theorist comes in and shows us something on TV. I just, I just figured they were like putting the screen up there, like the computer screen up there, not like doing slides. Yeah, I mean. It's still a presentation, depending on how you put it together. Mm -hmm. I like Google Slides. I mean, I'm not using, like, PowerPoint. Okay. What else? Sounds what? good. You have something wrong against PowerPoint? I don't. I was just, I don't know. I was just trying to be... Uh, Funny? Not really. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I was going to say you fell a little mission, short there. Mission accomplished. <laughs> so when they were talking about how the things were, un, uh, how that area was disturbed. Mm-hmm between the glacial teal and the gravel mm -hmm. yeah. and how everything in the middle was uh, rick looked gobsmacked oh yeah he didn't like even i was gonna, to I was gonna write down flabbergasted but then i said no 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 no. this has gobsmacked. this has got gobsmacked written all over, written it. All over <laughs> it yeah like if he was in a comic book and it's like pow pow gobsmacked <laughs> like that that's the uh square he'd be in gobsmacked okay. sounds good mm -hmm. yeah glaciers don't go in and out in and out. So that's how he knows something unnatural happened here. No, something unnatural definitely happened <laughs> on Oak Island in general. Yeah. So interesting stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, something else that they showed off during this, uh, like after they were done with the PowerPoint, mm -hmm. uh, I think is is I don't remember if it was Rick or Marty, but they told Steve to put up on the screen Xena's maps. Yes. I really enjoyed getting a second look at that. Yeah. Um, I wrote down everything on those maps. Want to talk about them? Sure. Because there was two maps, and they had, yeah, or actually, so they had the one that we're that we're most that I'm most interested in mm -hmm. is the one that I said, you know, that we're always focusing on the hatch, right? 
well, yeah, because also we've been rewatching Lost and the hatch is very prominent. Yeah. Yeah. So the hatch, right? And so that map is called the landing map, I guess. That's what it looked like it was. Okay? The landing map? The landing. Oh, I, I remember him mentioning. So that. the landing in 1347. And so they had two versions of this map pop up. One had, I think, a better translation okay. or something. And the other, then they showed the second one up close. And that one had the old translation that said the hatch and whatnot. Okay. And so I'm going to read what these said. Okay. So on the top of one of the maps, um, it said the bay. Mm -hmm. And on the other one, the one that, uh, the secondary one that they showed, it said the angel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And then the second when you're going down, it like it has a, a picture of Oak Island there. Mm -hmm. Then one says um the hole. And then the other map said the hole under. And then we had under the trap door on one. And okay. then that that was listed as the hatch on the other. Hatch trap door. So okay, it, that's well, interesting. And teacher's actually looking at one of these maps yeah. on the computer screen right now. I didn't take very good notes on the map. Sorry. Go down to the next one real quick. Okay. See, this is the one that says it doesn't say the hatch on it, like what we mm -hmm. had been accustomed to. All right. So then if you go down, it says the valve. And on the other map, it says the valve. Then the other map says the second triangle. And then on the other map, it says the December triangle. So I'm huh. not sure what the differences are there. Then we have the pond on one, the basin on the other, the dam and the dam were both the same. Uh -huh. And we both had both apps labeled something as the anchors. Uh -huh. And then we had the triangle of Peter on this map that you're looking at here. Wow. And the other map said the stone triangle. Well, and that's the one that's over by the money pit that, you uh -huh. know, they have a replica of now, but it was. Mm -hmm. that was point. shaped like a uh, like a sextant right yeah it was like some kind of it was like a triangular thing you know a yeah. rounded bottom mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so and then they had um one that said the vault under the earth and that was the same on both then they had the swamp on one map and the marsh on the other map okay so i mean we've got a lot of similarities mm -hmm. and then the last point said the oak enter here and that was the same on both maps as well and that was pointing directly at the money pit, mm -hmm. if this map is correct. But this map is supposedly from, you know, the 1300s. That's mm -hmm. before Christopher Columbus uh, set sail and mm -hmm. to the New World or whatever. So, I mean, is this real? Is this not real? Mm. Don't know. But it oh. has a the picture of Oak Island on this map. Mm -hmm. Right beneath it, there's a another picture of another island that looks a lot like Frog Island. Mm -hmm. So... It, underneath the frog island picture it says do not go here with boat <laughs> or with the boat uh, someone probably beached their uh, boat one too <laughs> many times they're like it's shallow don't, yeah, don't do it here. yeah that's funny big boat little boat yeah uh-huh yeah that's so right. then they had the compass and if you go counterclockwise at the top it's not north it's actually west mm -hmm. and it says big boat next to it yep uh north is to the right east is down and it says little boat mm -hmm. and west is to the left and then beneath that it says the south indians work very good hmm. so what does that mean i don't know hmm. i'm thinking maybe that might be what they had called the slaves or whatever oh that they had to dig all this for them you know because yeah it says that's very possible the south indians work very good so they're like 
patting themselves on the back that I they enslaved these people that. to dig all these tunnels and holes and stuff. Well, Darcy O'Connor brought that mm -hmm. up, right, mm -hmm. with um with his theory and the Spanish. Yep. Which I mean, that would definitely line up with that. But we also have to ask because we have two separate sets of you know interpretations here. One little thing can completely change the meaning and the time period right so old english old french old spanish is gonna be much different than yeah. what we know it as today yep yep will you post that on our facebook page yeah i will yeah, we'll um, post these maps on our facebook page yeah we'll do that and we'll put it in the group as well yeah. um so yeah if you haven't joined our facebook group feel free yeah absolutely go to it's a is, happy place it's called be nice could it everybody. be could it be an oak island group or what yeah <laughs> could it be an oak island group it could be yeah it is so go check it's it an out oak island group come hang out <laughs> fellow light-hearted exciting people heck yeah good and people we love the show heck yeah okay where were we? We kind of tangent we did, off but, of Smith's Cove. But this was important this stuff, is about, important stuff about the swamp and Xena's maps and whatnot. I mean, Xena didn't appear to be someone that tried to deliberately mislead the team. No. Um, but I mean, this is like it. This map looking at it is like too good to be true. Mm -hmm. Like it's a map from 1300s that says, hey, this is the where the oak is. This is where you need to dig. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like an X marked spot on the money pit uh, from like 500 years before or 400 years yes. before the discovery of the money pit. And in treasure <laughs> hunting, something we talked about was, you know, you don't just write a map and leave it around that says, you know, X marks the spot. It could be that, you know, different people hold different parts of said map so that you have to go there together or you're creating these maps as decoys for those who may be potentially looking for the treasure. You're, it's a misdirect. That being said, it is kind of coincidental that all these things are here and then there's a map. <laughs> Was the map done as a... Red herring? Yeah, or just something to drum up interest in the island or yeah, but it was found you know hundreds of years after they were really trying to do all that stuff so but we don't know i mean xena found it in a book but we don't know exactly how old the paper is yeah. or any of that i'd be curious to know if they did any Car testing or testing on it. Mm -hmm. uh took it to the expert at the book store and that might give us a better idea of its mm -hmm. origin if anything, they could tell us about the ink or. Yeah, but that might also be telling you something if they if like Xena or whoever, um, whoever has control for his state now that may have possession of that map mm -hmm. or whoever does have possession of the map. If we're not hearing about them taking it to some expert to get it dated, mm -hmm. that, I mean, that's a red flag, too, like because that would be like an obvious thing that anyone would want to do with it to verify it. Maybe unless they think it's going to get destroyed in the process, process yeah. and just yeah i don't know the don't attention know. it could or couldn't bring mm -hmm. so did we wrap up in smith's cove i um, don't think so well what else what else happened in smith's cove i guess we'll go back to that yeah let me take a uh rick talked about cleaning it up and 
clean up the structure, exposing as much as they can so they can try to get a really good sample to send off. And I'm assuming they're talking about the dendro testing. I mean, they're all very gung-ho on that. So it feels like anytime a new piece of wood comes up, yeah. they're ready to send that out. I assume that's what they're working on here. And then he also talked later in the episode about it being notched the same way that the U-shaped structure is. The big giant log, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, well, they said it could be akin to the giant or the U-shaped structure, and it could be even bigger than the U-shaped structure. Mm -hmm. I mean, U-shaped structure was pretty big. Yeah. So that's pretty exciting. Maybe maybe it extend like they found one end of it, right? The uh giant log. I thought they, they found one end they of it. They saw where one piece continued on and then where it stopped. Yeah. You know, over there. You think they're gonna find Roman numerals on it? <laughs> maybe. I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up that it's a dock or something to tie up small boats with. Yeah. And we <clears throat> see on the map. So going back to Xena's map, you see big boats on the north. No. On the uh, west end. West, yeah. And then on the east side, it would be small boats. Well, with how close those Roman numerals are, if small boats are being tied up there, then you would have multiple different numbers if it was, say, like a marina or somewhere to have a boat slip, right? Sure. And an easy way to identify what number your boat's at. I don't know. Take a tag and uh, here's your boat. Or your Lincoln log theory. Or or the Lincoln log theory. There's <laughs> that, too. I mean. Like, number three goes with number four. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just like Ikea furniture. <laughs> right? I mean, it's, I, uh, I kind of take that back because it's not like Ikea furniture is labeled that well. You just have to figure out where it goes based off the picture in a different language. Usually I got it. <laughs> um, but it just, they also talk about clay being packed in there and then what looked to be untreated timber kind of disintegrating and rotting away underneath so maybe it's a older structure built on top of a newer one mm -hmm. I, I i don't know i don't know either but you know we did sell okay so it's a little bit off of that okay we did see the wash plant this episode did you see it we it did we got a quick little uh yeah and then, and then it was gone it was <laughs> i was sad yeah they made a big deal about that wash plant last season well because poor jack was out there <laughs> turning gray every day and like you know there's his... a think of how many more spoils they have now it was his duty and he was happy to perform it I don't have you asked him. Maybe he actually doesn't like being the commander of the HMS wash plant. <laughs> yes, he, he loves it. You know, he, he does. It might be ready to pass on those duties <laughs> to, and, his first mate. <laughs> to his first mate. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say, mm -hmm. but I'm sure efficiency helps. Yeah. So while they're looking and they found those lot, that giant log, mm -hmm. Gary also found some pegs. Yes. That were re also reminiscent of things they found around the U-shaped structure. So wooden pegs. Yeah. In Smith's <laughs> Cove. He found two of them, so he has a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I I uh, well, let's see what did I, I I wrote something funny about that, I think. I think. Cuz Rick shows up. 
Oh yeah, he says, uh, "Here's one, and here's another." That's several. <laughs> That's right. I was like, "Wait, I thought two was a couple, and three was a, a few, few, and then, and then four, after five, that, six, seven, that would be several. So maybe he found some we didn't know about, Cross, or he possibly. didn't know that rule. You know, well, two's a couple. He's American now, but he was from England, so maybe he didn't know that. He, and he's in Canada now, so <laughs> yeah. he he's very well traveled. Yeah. So Rick, Gary called it bloody massive. So that must mean it's like huge oh i was like blood why Mm. bloody massive yeah Mm -hmm. it is it's kind of shocking yeah terry was impressed you know this this area that they're looking at now was uh about 10 feet beneath sea level Mm -hmm. like whoa yeah and the further out they get the you know more so here's the big question Hmm. searcher or depositor I think probably searcher. What do you think? Yeah, I'm leaning towards searcher, but like who? <laughs> I think th- whatever this is, is due to they found this finger drain mm-hmm. and they wanted to try to figure out more about it. And so they built stuff around it to try to uh, give them space to work and give them space to uh you know, figure out what's going on and weather probably just didn't permit them to continue that indefinitely. So, you know, gets covered up over time. I guess. I don't know. What I'm, do you think? I mean, I do think that it is, it's gotta be searcher, but it, it definitely feels like it's part of the other slipway, like as like part of some type of Marina, thing I, I i don't know that that's all i got it'll be awesome to get the dendro back on that yeah something else they noted below um that giant log was mm-hmm. blue clay yes yeah so they gave us a flashback of the original money pit and the dense blue clay being uh the original an original sealant at that time um between the layers mm-hmm I think past 40 feet down or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, this description of blue clay just seems to keep popping up all over the place. Yeah. yeah. More blue clay, more blue clay. And then we had, so also Gary noted that above the giant log was a, a beam and then a carry log and then another beam. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't really do a good job of showing that to us on screen. They yeah, just talked I had a hard about time it. with that. And so I did, wasn't really to, able to understand what he was talking about because, you know, we only get brief glimpses of whatever sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I'll take his word for it. And mm-hmm. if there's that much stuff there, this is a pretty significant thing. So hopefully we get, hopefully, yeah. you know, they're going to expo- expose it, um, dig it all up, you mm-hmm. know, detail it, do the dendrochronology <laughs> on it. it. Sorry, I'm thinking of my car getting detailed. Well, that's what I'm they're gonna, gonna do. They're gonna take shine a shine it up, look at a little gonna, chrome on there. They're gonna get uh Peter with a toothbrush to say, shine it up real nice. Yeah, he's gotta do his time. He's doing his time. That's he's you know, he's the young guy <laughs> on this crew, right? Oh man, um, yeah, but that's what I was saying about their speculation of a secondary structure underneath, and this was just being built yeah. on top of it. So could old structure be depositor and the other one be searcher? They didn't know. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Yep. So then we, uh, you know, I think that kind of wraps up mm-hmm. Smith's Cove. And then I, huh? we, we had done the majority of the talk about the swamp already. Mm-hmm. 
uh, one thing we didn't note was that Tom Nolan was in the war room yes. discussing all that with them, mm -hmm. you know, and giving his insights and his knowledge about what his dad had already done too. Yeah. And what did Gary say? Something about if your dad was watching us or looking down at us right now, he's like, like, I told you. So. Yeah. And we're all like, yeah, he's definitely <laughs> laughing at all y'all. Yeah. And definitely getting a, getting a good old kick out of it. I like it. So with the slideshow, as you said, uh, Dr. Spooner calls it site a <laughs> and Marty is very quick to state that they have been referring to it as the eye, but site a is okay. Yeah. And see, I have a swamp man. <laughs> it, it totally just gives me that insight of what it's like being there on the island with them. You know, you've got to have some fun along the way and calling it something like the eye. I mean, that's kind of, I mean, that's fun when you've got very long days. It'd be like to the eye, you know, treasure hunting all in, man. You might as well. You, you might, might as well as make, well. you might as well have fun with it. Why not? I Why just, not? I, I like that a lot. <laughs> if you can't tell. Yeah. For sure. So I don't know. Do we have much more to say about the swamp? Uh, the no. only other thing is that they met with uh, Corin Mall. Yes. And so that's not that uh, that has to do with the swamp, I suppose. Yeah. But I, that's where I was going to go next okay. with the theorist. No, I it, it has to do with the swamp. So I think we wrap it in there. Yeah, let's talk about him. So what else did he have to bring to the table this time? So he was there with his fellow researcher, uh, Chris Morford. Yep. Mm -hmm. And it sounded like as they went away, they had and were continuing to do some more research on this and for the team that they had another aha moment, like, like some more information expanding on the theories. Yeah, yeah. Expanding and just some more information that had come to light as they were looking at it. So why not bring it to the team mm -hmm. if uh, he thinks it'll help them along the way? Sure. And that is when we get the uh, Poussin. Right? Yep. Yep. He was a, right? he was an <laughs> instrument to record the secrets of Oak Island. That's what Corin Mall uh, had described him as. Mm -hmm. And we see a self portrait that was from, done from 1650. Yeah. Just a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah. No, Something about that self-portrait that didn't stand out to me until they said something was the woman in the background mm -hmm. that with the eye on her headpiece or her crown or whatever we want to call it. Yep. And just now that I, when I see that picture, I can't unsee it. Uh, the third what if it's eye. just a weird a weird fold in whatever she's wearing on there's her no way <laughs> it is clearly an eye and an eye up there is very how do you know it's a third eye she literally she's facing to the side you can only see one mm -hmm. eye on the side of her face mm -hmm. and if you see the second eye on her head that that's two Okay. okay. Yeah. The other ones there not... could be a fourth eye, and then we call her four <laughs> eyes. But regardless, based off of where the eye is placed, yeah, would be all saying, aka, you know, the eye of knowledge. It's on the head. The eye of providence. Yeah, the eye of providence. Mm -hmm. It's the all-seeing eye, the eye of providence, which is seen in the iconography of the Freemasons and the Knights Templar and connected to the man-made structure Marty dubbed the Eye of the Swamp. Yes, that one. <laughs> Sorry if I uh, took the, uh, your uh, clot-worthy moment there. 
the eye of Providence, it, as Clotworthy so nicely explains to mm-hmm. us, has been in iconography a long time. Yep. Right. It's this is not the first time that we have seen this type of symbology show up. Thousands it's, of years. We're talking about the pyramids, right? The (laughs) and we don't know what past that, but this it's just it's really fascinating. And then they compare the face of the woman in the painting to the other painting. Yeah, one of the shepherds of Acadia. Yeah, and how they think the second version of that painting, the one that was done for Pope. can't, no, Pope Francis is now. Okay. Yes. Um, Obviously, I'm very yeah, well versed. I don't recall which Pope it is. Sorry, sorry, Pope. Sorry. <laughs> but um, yeah. So the second painting was supposedly where this woman also mm-hmm. is in that painting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when it was reworked and done, I was like, okay, so that's fairly compelling. I could definitely see that there were a little bit of variations, but. I could see that it's definitely the same person, if you will. Yeah. So everything revolving around a star being drawn over mm-hmm. Nolan's cross, mm-hmm. and then these maps fit in. Mm-hmm. And one of the maps, if you, if you know, depending on how you line it up, I guess, and how it fits with the with the cross, um, the one of the center of the star either is on the eye of the swamp or it was, it's on the eye of the swamp in both cases but one of them is focused on that eye of that woman in that painting and the other one is focused on where the man is pointing in the other painting right yeah and i'm thinking about it now i'm just so <clears throat> the woman in the painting both of them they're kind of a side view like a profile profile mm-hmm. but so is the head in the middle of nolan's cross Mm -hmm. so what would happen if you were lining both of those up with each other i think you need to go visit the war room i do so new theory but first guys let's let's scan the the face (laughs) that's in the middle of nolan's cross yes because i'd really be interested as far as what they did with uh what we were thinking is the 90 foot stone Mm -hmm. And what they've done with Stonehenge and all that, I'd be really interested into that being scanned that's in the center of Nolan's cross. There might be some, for all we know, that face has an eye in its forehead. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? That would be insane. I think that would blow everybody's minds. It's been said that that face, like the eyes are. What do they need to do to it? Lighter? They're looking at the swamp. Yeah, so they were able to do some kind of scanning. I don't know if it was some kind of advanced LIDAR or whatever mm-hmm. on Stonehenge mm-hmm. and find these like carvings that you can't see anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, we can almost make out the um, features of a face on that stone as it is. Yes. Especially with the help of the, of, uh, you know, the History Channel drawing. <laughs> of editing, about... increased saturation, mm-hmm. contrast. Yeah. 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 And then drawing stuff on yes. it. Yes. I mean, we could definitely see it then. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if they use... Uh, I'm sure they've thought of it. I'm sure they've tried to do it. They've got a lot going on. Maybe they right. haven't. Yeah, maybe they st- they take one thing at a time or 20 things at a time. That's yeah, there's a lot of, of things. things. Going on. But, I mean, it makes sense to try. Mm-hmm. You know, go ahead and do some of that advanced scanning on it to see if there's any other marks. What mm-hmm. if there is an eye on the forehead? That'd blow everybody's well, mind. And what, what about the cone-shaped boulders? 
Yeah. Maybe there's additional. I know they found some random rocks around that have like crosses and, uh, you know, carved in them, right? What mm -hmm. else were ca what's carved in them before they were eroded by time? Maybe Nolan's cross is actually a giant compass and it there was like N for north or a fleur-de-lis, which would have been a north-facing stone on the north stone. And I, I'm just spitballing here. All the theories, <laughs> all the theories. We like to, at least when a theorist comes in, is give it a good, good college try. See if we can wrap our heads around it. This one's a little tough for me to wrap my hand around, mm -hmm. but like. Oh, me too. By definitely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Corin Mall had um, reached out to me on Facebook Messenger, mm -hmm. and he he told me that what we saw is about five percent of what they presented. You know, so we know that, yeah, yeah, and we know that, and you know, there's no way to understand everything about everything if you're only getting that much of it, mm -hmm. and it's just it's hard to wrap our brains around, and we try. Um, but maybe we need to chat with him sometime. Yeah, I definitely, I would love to uh, be able to ask him some questions and, yeah. uh, you know, have a little chat around, like, why Poussin? Why, you know, and just some of those other. Mm -hmm. There's lots of questions, and I bet he's got and some What answers. happens when you line up the face of the woman on to the face on Nolan's cross? I now <laughs> actually am quite interested in this idea. Because <laughs> why not? Because why not? Yep. So, um, yeah, I mean, he, he and his partner, Christopher, uh, you know, they had a nice little presentation. Mm -hmm. I wish we got more of that even, you know, in that episode too, but you know, Hey, that's television. So yep. They have so much footage and there's a reason they keep adding episodes to the, to the season each year. Cause there's a lot to, share but you also have to have some recap per episode because if someone new joins the hunt you got to catch them up a little bit at least a little bit mm -hmm. so i like this when you know after their presentation was done mm -hmm. rick said i've made mention to every theorist that has come and gone a theory is a theory until you hold proof in your hands but my hope is that this won't just be theoretical and that as can take this theory <laughs> And pick a position on the land where you can find the one thing. Hold something in your hand. Okay. Thank you, Rick. First off, because this is something you and I have said. All the time. All the time. We have been criticized for saying this plenty of times. But yeah. a theory is just a theory until... Something's found. Until something's found. Until you're holding the treasure in your hands. Yeah, we, we treasure hunt. Yeah. We have lots of theories mm -hmm. and we think Plenty we know exactly theories. where all these treasures are, but guess what? They're theories. They're theories. We don't I, have I'm the not... treasure in our hands. Mm -hmm. right? I've been working hard on Fandango though. Mm -hmm. Is that treasure in your hand? Not yet. And you got a theory. I know I got a theory. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know where everything is, but I'm, I'm coming for you. <laughs> You're coming for the uh, Fox coming for, following, following no, I'm coming for the key mm. that the Fox lost. dropped. Yeah. Not very responsible fox. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What okay. else we got? So I think that's oh uh Corin says that the fixed cross on the island is there to project the so they can project the star onto the um map of the island. Okay. So they can find the intersecting lines in an area to dig in. Uh says it it is something that could have been done with eleventh or twelfth century technology. 
I can appreciate that. Could have been. I don't know. That's 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 hard for me to like think about. Like, man, that's so long ago. And what did they have back then? You know, that's that's medieval time. Like, well, they still they can navigate by the seas. I don't know when the sextant was invented. And yeah, but being, what are, what are they doing with like you know putting on? Uh, I don't know. It's just it's hard for me to fathom. It just is. It is. It's hard to wrap your head around when we're so far removed from you know the middle medieval period mm -hmm. but it gets gary excited well something else that they had mentioned a couple episodes ago was the fact that on these voyages they would have had really smart people you know mm -hmm. engineers and whatnot this was i think this is on one of the theory episodes mm -hmm. and how the the current would have brought um you know people trying to sell back to england with spoils from uh you know south america or whatever mm -hmm. and mexico um, the, the current would bring them up toward Nova Scotia. And that's how one of the ships may have crashed there and that they decided to hide Blown the off, treasure there or whatever. Yeah. But on those ships, it would have been some really intelligent people like engineers, you know, that would be able to work out a way to do all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yeah, you can't really be a dummy to get all the way across the Atlantic. <laughs> Not, uh, Not back on in the day. Like you could probably do it easy now. I couldn't. <laughs> no, no. Someone else would have to uh, do that for okay. me. Yeah, we're not getting in a dinghy and trying to go across the ocean. <laughs> row, row, row your boat. <laughs> yeah. So that was fun, right? That was fun. Yeah. So I guess that's kind of it. And then we got the next time on the Curse of Oak Island. Mm -hmm. So what do we got next time? Man, opens up with Billy and Marty digging side by side in the swamp. I don't think they were digging side by side. I think it was more of like a Padawan master training session. You know, like Billy was teaching Marty the ways. I feel like if he's up in the equipment with Billy like that, if you're in that seat, you probably have to do something. No, Marty if, was the one doing it. Uh, I think Billy was not doing it and just telling him, you know, teaching him how. Was he teaching him with the force? Just like. Um, like projecting his mind into his mind. Mm -hmm. Was he wearing his green shirt? I think so. To make him Yoda. Sure, I guess. I, when he wears the green shirt, Billy Yoda. Be, yeah, Yoda. Instead of Baby Yoda, we got a Billy Yoda. Yes, <laughs> I like it. Oh man, someone needs to make a some kind of Photoshop of uh, Billy Yoda. No, let let's <laughs> strike that from the record. Okay. Please do not. Yeah, so they're draining the swamp next episode. Yes, that's that's the big takeaway. That's I the took big away. takeaway. That's, that's what I took away from that. Takeaway. Yeah, I'm stoked. Yeah, they also did some work in the money pit. And Terry says that they've hit the side of a tunnel. Complete success on this hole. Wow. Complete success. Well, if Terry's saying it and he's a professional and, you know, he's not, I don't think he's saying things just to say them. I, you know, I'll take that I as mean, a success. I mean, some people do say things just to say them. What, like holy shamoli? Holy shamoli. <laughs> or I just, I say the things. That's why we have a that. podcast. We just, we say things. Sure. To just say to them. say them. Mm-hmm about oak island yeah okay and then we have <laughs> gary detecting in the bump out area bump, metal bump, detecting bump uh he finds a small silver bar is this the friend of the cross and it's silver but is it silver in color or silver well and then we also had him say it's bloody silver mate <laughs> this is what we've been looking for and that was it that was the end so, I mean, that, that, that sounds like silver, silver. Yeah, I, I'm willing to bet it's silver, silver. I bet you the guy that pushes the box 
off in that animation. <laughs> he dropped it. Mm -hmm. Oops. He was like, he was pushing it and it started tilting and he's like, oh, crud. And one little thing fell out. Yeah. And that was the one Hopefully thing. Hopefully we don't find him down there. Is that the one thing that uh, Rick's been looking for? Nope. Marty. Well, they both have been looking yeah. for the one thing. I'm sorry, but there are so many one things already. I'm in. <laughs> like, you ain't getting rid of me. Yeah, for sure. In, all in. Yep, all in, and they will find the treasure soon. Well, relative terms, you know, like mm -hmm. soon could be five years. <laughs> yeah, don't don't find it too quickly. We have a podcast we enjoy, so. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. It's, it's fine. Do it at your own pace, it, guys. It's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be crazy because we're going to have. Beginning. Yeah, there's going to be a lot more. So There's history books to so read So let them right find here. it then. Don't tell them not to find it. It's fine. It's totally fine. Go find it, guys. Go find it, but just please keep continuing the show. <laughs> that is all I ask. It's all good. All right. Well, so I'm not asking that's, much. That's the end of the episode, right? It is. So good job, episode. It was fun. Good job, episode. Uh, what what an else An eye we got? for an eye. An eye for an eye. Eye for an eye. Nicely done. Okay. What else do we have? Well, we have our clot-worthy moments. Clot-worthy. Woo-woo. Clot-worthy right. in the house. Yeah, last week's clot-worthy was something that was kind of a landslide victory. Yes. And so. It, and something tells me, well, I, I know the answer, but it wasn't uh, what we think well, I think is in the bottom of the, the money pit, but that's okay because this other one was good too. I'm talking about Dark of the Covenant, didn't win. Oh, so you just spoiled it for them. Spoiler alert. <laughs> you have to do that before you say the thing. Eh. Okay, here's the winner from last Let's week an anomaly, some 10 feet beneath the swamp, measuring 20 feet wide, and found near one of the locations identified by Corian Mall. Yes, it could be. It could be. An anomaly. An anomaly. We like anomalies. All right. That was really good. Fun. I'm glad that one won. Even though I like the Ark of the Covenant too. Oh yeah. But that one was like a longer clot worthy moment, more substance. Mm -hmm. It was up more my, it, it was in my wheel. It was meaty. Yeah. Okay. So I've got, got two great ones. All right. I are you wanna, ready? I want they better be great then. Oh, they are fantiferific. Okay, let's hear them. The ceiling of a tunnel. Found at a depth of some 100 feet. <laughs> the ceiling <laughs> of a tunnel. <laughs> you know, it, it's good. a ceiling. Mm -hmm. I, he was really stuck. I feel like Clotworthy would be great in real estate. He'd <laughs> get excited about tin ceilings and, you know, it could I don't be know. a selling point. You'd have to tell me because I don't know anything about real estate. <laughs> That's okay. what Deidre does for a living. You want to buy a house? Call her. <laughs> okay uh let's see here here's the next okay, one let's hear it this is good significant human activity in the area now known as the eye of the swamp sometime between the 17th and 18th centuries wow. significant human activity <laughs> i actually laughed oh, out loud gosh. when that happened and i was like yes there is actually a lot of <laughs> significant human activity going on right now <laughs> oh, that's pretty good i mean i had never expected human activity <laughs> to be part of what the fabulousness that is a, a clot worthy moment. moment yeah well those are good and thank uh, you i think people have fun voting on those oh 
Yeah. And how they can vote is you can go to our YouTube page. That's or not YouTube. What am I talking YouTube about? YouTube page. YouTube page. Is that even a thing? No. Because it's really it's a YouTube channel, isn't it? I believe so. Yes. Okay. You Let's... go to facebook.com slash oak island podcast. You yes. can find the uh the posting there that allows you to vote for your favorite clotworthy moment. Yep. You can also find it on Twitter. Twitter at Oak Island Pod. At Oak Island Pod. At Oak Island Pod. Perfect. And then we'll tally the votes and we will be able to talk about it again and have a good chuckle next week, as we always do. We always do. We'll always have a chuckle or 12. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Something. And we're never going to stop trying. Uh, you know what? This is just us, right? Uh -huh. This is our humor. Yeah. Uh, this is sorry. just how we are in life. And that's just I the way we're going to stay. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry if you don't find us entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are they doing like an hour and a half into a podcast if they're not if they oh, don't yeah. find us entertaining? Oh, that's terribly unfortunate. That's that's valuable. That's time. called that's called wasting your time. Valuable <laughs> if you don't, time if of you're your not life. enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> Life's too short not to laugh. Yeah, we had uh, somebody tell us recently that there's a little too much humor and I you know it's not it's nothing I can I can I'm do sorry, that. I can't stop. Yeah, you know, this is just how we live our lives. Like, you should, you know, when the camera's off and the microphones are turned off, you should, you should hear us. Sometimes it's pretty, uh, you know, it's just like this is normal. <laughs> well, I mean, I wouldn't say it's normal. It's normal for us. It's normal. It's our normal. It's our no, our normal. Our normal. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, I mean, we had a. Uh, I don't know. You didn't even pull. Yeah, no, it's all good. Yeah, no, we just had a great episode. Yes. Great clot worthy moments. We did. Um, the only thing left to chat about is Patreon. Oh, we're chatting? Okay. Yes. That's exciting. Yeah, well, we need to uh, give props to uh, people that have uh, supported us on Patreon. Yeah, of course we need to because they rock. Heck yeah, they rock. And then we also need to discuss about what we're doing on Patreon a little bit. Okay. Okay, so uh, we will start with, uh, let me see here. So we have Nathan Vaughn. Yay! And we have, uh-oh, lost it. Nathan Vaughn and Scott Parsons are patrons for us. So thanks, Thank you guys. Thank you. Nathan and Scott, you're awesome. We really can't do this without you guys. Yeah. So thanks for being a part of the uh, fellowship of the podcast. Boom. Goes the dynamite. <laughs> there you go. All right. So something fun that we're doing for our patrons is our, you know, as you, if you've been listening to us and especially the past couple months, yeah. you know, by now we are doing a fun trading card series mm -hmm. and we've revealed all of the cards for this uh, set that uh, for January, 2020, Except for one. I was going to say, no, we haven't. We haven't revealed the the final one. And um, am I, I supposed to be? No, don't worry about okay. it. She was going to. We'll just let's just tell him. Oh, who's okay. the final card? Doug. Doug. Crowl. Doug Crowl, the, the Noble Explorer. The Noble Explorer. Yeah. He's a, it's a good card. It's it a is. lot of fun. It, it looks really so good. So we have Marty, the Grandmaster. Yep. We have Doug Crowl, the Noble Explorer. Mm -hmm. We have. Dan Hensky, the wise sage. Mm -hmm. um, who else we got? Steve, the royal cartographer. Yep. Uh, we have Peter. Peter Fernetti, the friendly buccaneer. Yes. And as you know now, Doug. Oh, and Charles Barkhouse. Oh, sorry. And Charles Barkhouse, keeper of secrets. Keeper of secrets. 
great timing. Yeah, I know. We didn't even plan that. And all of a sudden, Nicholas Poussin, is it Poussin? Poussin? He, he, he pops up in these episodes the past couple of weeks. You know, it says Keeper of Secrets. I'm like, I don't know no, about that. I think I'm Charles sorry. is a Keeper of Secrets. I have undubbed him Keeper of Secrets because that title belongs to the amazing Charles Barkhouse. Yeah, and if you read the back of his card, it specifically says he's been the Keeper of Secrets since the 1300s. So he totally beat Poussin. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that so, means the Fountain of Youth is on Oak Island. Totally. So if you would like to get this set of trading cards yep. or, um, you know, and then if you uh, begin uh, supporting us on Patreon, you'll yes. continue to get new trading cards every single month. Yep. So go to patreon.com slash Oak Island podcast. Yep. And you can support us there. And it's. Uh, still there's a couple spots left at the five dollar per month subscription yeah. there's an early bird yep um and then every you know after that's gonna be eight dollars per month mm -hmm. uh, but you'll get these cards every month and it'll just be something that shows up in your mm -hmm. mailbox yeah it's like a subscription box for awesome oak island trading cards heck yeah and we are very 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 close to hitting our first goal on yes. patreon where we're gonna do um watch along watch along watch along episodes and we're going to start episode one season one of the curse of oak island and talk about how uh or do like a commentary of the episode mm -hmm. uh while we all watch it together so the we'll watch it and you'll press play on it at the same time and we'll have a good time with it it'll be great it'll be great it'll be like we're there with you yeah how cool Watching is that it. yeah i mean it might be cool it might no it's gonna be awesome they may not. It might not just be cool. It might be awesome. It may be totally rad. Heck yeah, it will be. So, Totes. so we have that to look forward to, and that's coming really soon. Like we're like this close, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So go and support us on Patreon if you want that to happen, and then you could also get yourself some rad cards. Tubular. Yeah. Is there anything else this week? Geez, I don't think so. Uh, you know what else is this week? Looking forward to next week. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm just looking forward to what's next the week. What's the name of next week's episode? Oh, Gary Strikes Again. Gary Strikes Again. So dun, dun, dun. I'm excited. Dun, dun, dun isn't actually part of the title name, yeah. but I added it. Hey, so, and if you don't know, because a lot everybody listens to this via the podcast, mm -hmm. uh, we are doing a live stream now mm -hmm. of the podcast. Like right now, we're broadcasting live. You know, you'll get it later. That's cool. But we have a chat room. You can chat with other people that are into the uh, podcast or the Curse of Oak Island. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it'll be a good time. Like uh, we have Agnes here. She says she watches us for the humor. Well, thank Aww, you, Agnes. Sweet. There thank you go. You. So, yeah, we've we have got a lot a few of great people, people here chatting. And mm -hmm. unfortunately, you know, we aren't really able to chat back when we're actually doing the podcast. But yeah. we do go back through and we you know, look at your comments. And we always appreciate you guys. Yeah. Like, and then this awesome but on tuesdays we do a chat uh a pre-game chat yes an hour before the episode of the curse of oak island or drilling down starts mm -hmm. and uh that we are fully chatting with the chat yes. <laughs> right and that is a really good point thank you for bringing it up next you're welcome we i know i'm good is the so that's the 21st yep okay we also have a drilling down. Yes, there's so a Maddie Blake special. Yes, and that means that we will be doing our pregame at four o'clock. Pre Maddie Blake. Yeah, four o'clock uh, our time Pacific, so that's uh, seven p.m. Eastern. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, but we'll we'll make sure to post that on Facebook or Twitter. You know, the important areas where people get <laughs> their the important areas. get their uh, info about us. So, all right, is there anything else now? Is that it? 
I don't think so. I, I think, think we're that good. is it. I think that was an episode. Thanks, guys. I'm yeah, like, thanks. I can't say thank you enough and how much we really appreciate you listeners. Yeah. Like, I, I appreciate you. And we appreciate appreciate the chat. We appreciate and appreciate the chat going on in the chat right now. So. You guys are all awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Okay. Thank you all so much. All right. You guys are awesome. So until next time. Could it be? We need to find some gold in the cargo hold. Exactly. Oh, absolutely.